All right, welcome back, everyone. This is Eric Elveson with the Digital Education Podcast. And if you've been following over the last few weeks, we've been having conversations with school leaders about what's at the top of their mind or what's in their heart as they prepare, not not just for the end of the school year, but really truly prepare for next fall. What are they thinking about that's new, that's different, that's unusual or unique in these circumstances? And so today I'm with Trisha Meyer, who's head of school at Fremont Christian School. So Trisha, as my dog barks in the background and as we work from home and as we do all of these shelter in place things, what are you thinking about as you prepare for uh, next fall? Well, Eric, um, top of my mind is is what's top of my mind every year, which is how do we support teachers? Um, How do we make the environment at our school one that is a high quality work environment, one where they feel supported and encouraged in the ministry they're doing at uh, Fremont Christian. So, I mean, that's, that's always a challenge. It's always a challenge to give teachers enough collaboration time, enough prep time, um, to not give them lots of extra response or any, or try not to, extra responsibilities outside of what uh, they're doing for teaching and learning in their classrooms. And yet looking to next year, it just looks almost insurmountable. How am I going to um, keep that going? And I feel like we always need to be improving it, but now it's many steps back when I'm looking at how do we, um, how else do we supervise classroom bubbles or um, what's the other word they're using? Uh, Stable groups, bubbles or stable groups. How do we do lunch in stable groups and recesses um, and all of those things without potentially asking teachers to do them. Um, How do we let them go and be able to collaborate with their fellow grade level um, or across departments or whatever? It it feels like all of that's going to have to wait till outside of the school day when we work so hard to include it in the school day um, to give them time. They already do so many things outside of the school day. Um, And if you're talking about any kind of blended learning, which I think we are, because I think we'll have students who are, whose parents are not comfortable sending them to school, but we want them to stay engaged with FCS. So if they want to, then we're going to be having to do a certain amount that is available online through Canvas or whatever. Um, So that's extra work already. Uh, So anyway, it just looks like we're adding a lot of extra work. And aside from hiring um, extra people, which we're not opposed to doing, but historically that's been challenging for us as well in the Bay Area. Hiring um, those lower wage people here is, um, has always been hard. So I am just really boggled about what to do um, because I already have teachers who are very concerned right now when they're at home with their own children, how to balance the work they need to prep. A lot of the prep has been huge, right? And then the live time with their classes um, with also managing their own children, supporting especially the younger the children are, as everyone I'm sure understands. Um, How do we make all that happen? One of the things we're thinking of is that we may not be able to even have extended care programs, uh, which at our school are seven in the morning to 6.30 at night. If we can't do that, then teachers with children, um, which there are quite a few, um, they, what are they supposed to do? That, that impacts them even more. So that's the biggest thing right now is schedule. How do we, how do we make this work? How do we keep teachers 
uh, from being completely burnt out, frustrated, and just saying, I can't do this. And it's not even worth doing. <laughs> well, it's, it's interesting because, I mean, you bring up, you know, we, we, you know, a little bit as we watch, we know we're kind of in the midst of this educator shortage where we're seeing fewer mm -hmm. and fewer teachers being going through teacher preparation programs at the colleges. Seeing just kind of some of the research, you know, um, that, that, you know, people have done on just teacher health and wellness and, and how poor it really was even going into this shutdown and how they've been stretched, you know, enormously and how really as a profession, it's a fairly unhealthy profession currently. And, and then, you know, I, th I think about like, you know, the, the, I saw a survey yesterday that was done or, or that was done recently that was posted on Twitter yesterday. That was 20% of current teachers. If, if, you know, are, are unlikely or considering not returning to the profession next school year. And so when wow. you look at this and you, you see the big context of this and knowing, like you said, it's exacerbated because we live in the Bay Area, the high cost of living and all these types of things is, I, I, I mean, how, how, like, what are the ways that we, we can maybe impact our profession or think different about our profession or this work that allows people to say, you know what, this is a great job, like, because we love it and we do it and we've committed ourselves to it, but this is a great job and we can still live a healthy and happy life while we do it. Well, okay, so I, I think that's a, a good thing to say about loving the job. I would say to a person, they love the job because of the kids, right? Because of the impact on the students. So that is challenged too, because you feel so distant from students and what they're and what's really going on with them when you see them just through the screen. Um, I've had a lot of our high school, because we're a preschool through 12, a lot of our high school teachers frustrated that there's a lot more disengagement that they have to keep saying, okay, turn on your video. Okay. Take off your hood. <laughs> um, and it's not that they didn't know these kids already and have nice relationships, but it's just the being at home and the, I don't know, the, the getting, I don't want to say it's not really lazy. It's, it's just the fog or whatever, the heaviness that comes over you. And so, um, so that makes, that gives you your, in a way you're just not feeling like you're connecting as well. And so then that takes away the big reason why you love it. Um, and I don't know what that answer is either, but we've done a lot of social activities online. The little kids come, the elementary stuff has a pretty good response. The older kids, very small, very small groups, right? Of, oh, I'm gonna come participate in this or that. Things that they normally really like. So um, it, I do not know, but, but keeping the connection between, between teacher and student and teachers being able to still feel like they're impacting a student has to be number one importance, right? In order to keep you living in the stressful time and being willing, because I would say the teachers are, they go, okay, crisis, we're going to knuckle down and we're going to do it no matter how hard it is. So long as you have value, right? Or you feel like it matters. Um, so we have to, we've got to really think about how to not keep chipping away at what really matters. So let me ask you one, one final question maybe about teachers and what you're hearing from them. What, what are they asking for that says, you know what, this, this would, 
Whether it's now or whether it's been within the last year, as we kind of look forward, this is what would allow me to find greater peace or greater joy or greater, you know, fulfillment in my work. Mm. Well, unfortunately, our most recent conversations have not been, they've been more about what, what actual physical tools do you need to make this easier on you? And our, our conversation has been a, a list of technology, you know, taking home two screens, like buying, buying more screens that they can have at home so that they're not just working at one computer. Uh, we've got that on the list to order, you know, whatever, um, a variety of, of things, changing some software stuff or apps and all that kind of thing. Okay, great. We've got a list. We're going for that. Our board approved it um, Tuesday. So that's good. We haven't really even talked about that. I feel like maybe we all just think uh, nobody knows what to do. So I talk about it. Um, but in the past, before this, the issue is always time. How do I get more time? How do you uh, ask me to do less extra, which we already have tried to do over many years, you know, not, we don't ask teachers to coach unless they really want to, um, unless they're asking to do it. We don't ask them to do lunch duties. We don't ask them to do recess. Uh, we don't ask them to do any of that. But now with the smaller, needing the smaller groups, we might have to. Tricia, thanks so much for your time.